0: It's time for Board Check, Impact Media's weekly drive into the world of hockey in the Atlanta area. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. Board Check, the often imitated, never duplicated, only show you'll ever find me and all of my friends across the hockey world. You can count on that. This is season eight. We're not done yet. Got so much to talk about tonight. There are some big headlines like which stadium is going to host this year's uh, outdoor game. We'll get into that. Uh, A big legend of the sport is having surgery. I'll tell you about his future plans as well. There's a team currently looking for a new barn. It's probably the one you're thinking. It's probably the one I've talked about a lot. Uh, I know what the salary cap is for next year. You guys will be excited to know that. It's got some GLADS info to drop on you guys, including some pretty big nuggets and a couple KSU notes that I hope you guys enjoy. But before we get started, let me tell you all the ways that you can be a part of this show, and we very much enjoy you being a part of this show. We've had people reach out. You know, we talked about our friends at GMT International last week. Shout out to them as well. Once again, I mean, fellas, ladies, all involved, everybody that listens. This show is as much about you guys as it is about us or hockey. We do this show because we enjoy putting on a product that people want to listen to. So if you want to be a part of the show, here are the many ways you can do so. We're going to have some other ways coming up soon, including some other announcements about this very show. You can email the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number three, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. And as most of you have found out, it is me that replies to practically every one of them. Some of them don't need replies. That's If not, I I would answer all of them. You can search for us on Facebook by searching for Impact Media or BoardCheck. That's B-O-A-R-D-C-H-E-C-K. If you're one of those people who likes to go online, click a link and listen to a show. We appreciate you guys just as well. That is as much interacting as it is sending us a message. You can go to Twitter and go to our Uh, Regular account, at Team Impact Media. Scroll to the appropriate link, click on it, listen as many times as you want. There's no cap. If they try to cap you, let me know. I will send you a direct link. Also, you can go to BoardCheck's own Twitter account because it is our oldest show. It was long before we had, honestly, before there was an Impact Media, there was a BoardCheck. You can go to at BoardCheck. That's B-O-A-R-D-C-H-E-C-K. On Twitter, it's got all the stuff about hockey-related stuff. It's got some rugby-related stuff. We've kind of doubled up that account, but you will see hockey, you will see rugby, and you will see this very show. You can also follow me on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram at the Impact Ninety Nine. Find uh, show-related things. You'll find a lot of my interviews. Like recently, the hockey, uh, some hockey stuff is going to be coming up. Rugby interviews, all those fun things, they're all coming. Trust me, the the rugby ones are up by now. I think there's a couple more we have to post. But uh, as their season winds down, we will be rounding into some more other stuff. Uh, PFL's coming up, guys. If you guys are MMA fans, there's going to be some stuff we post from that. Um, Let's see. What am I missing? What am I missing? You can also find Board Check anywhere you find a podcast, including Spotify, the iTunes store, Podcast one anywhere you literally find a podcast. We've recently had some people uh, fi- find that out and you can go to Spotify and down and they download it on Spotify and hey, we see you right there. We appreciate it. You can actually hit the little bell on either of those and automatically subscribe, and that way anytime we drop content, it will automatically download download to your phone, iPad, whatever device that you download your podcast to. Um And of course, if you see us out and about anywhere, the same thing always goes. you see us out at an event, catch our attention. Trust me, I'm not hard to find. Catch our attention. Uh, Come on over. We'll chat for a minute if you want, or if you want to get a selfie. Tag us on social media with that, um, either at Team Impact Media, at BoardCheck, at The Impact 99, any of that. You tag us on there on social media. We will send you some swag. I promise you. Or, I mean, heck, I'll buy you a hot dog when you're there if you'd rather have that. Um, I think other than that, let's jump right into it. Right into it. Let's start with game number one of the chase for Lord Stanley's Cup. Lord Stanley's Cup. That's pretty much what it's called. It's called the Stanley Cup. People try to give it these other nicknames. It's not. You can call it whatever you want, but it's called. Uh, it's called the Stanley Cup. Well, let's talk about it. Of course, we have the Vegas Golden Knights representing the West. We have the all the way from Sunrise, Florida, in the red corner. We have the Florida Panthers. Yes, they play in Sunrise. What else is in Sunrise? No idea, because that is Panther country. And Vegas is Vegas. We know that. Um, Game number one. Started off pretty interesting. These are two pretty even teams. This is the way these two teams are going to want to play. The Panthers have uh, not only a small handful, whether it be Sam Reinhart, Sam Bennett, Matt the Chuck, uh, a couple of those guys that love to play physical. They love to... They love, to, um, they love to try to rally you up after the whistle, trying to get uh, easy penalties so that they can go on the power play, which is where their strength uh, truly lies, which would make some sense. You know, it's, that, that is a strategy. It's not one that I necessarily am a fan of, but it works for Florida. Edmonton tried to do this a little bit to Vegas, and Vegas found a way to just squash them. Because they didn't give into it. When you're getting uh, jabbed after the whistle, as the referee is breaking it up, uh, the Golden Knight guys just uh, laugh at them. You know, in the last series for Vegas, they got Jamie Benso riled up that he basically missed three games because he got a game misconduct a handful of minutes into uh, into period number one. What was it, game four? No, game three. And then Game 4 and then Game 5, Dallas played better without him. Is that not weird? But all the cross-checking and other things that he did to Mark Stone, who was a ground opponent, that this is not MMA, folks. You can't cross-check somebody when they're already on the ground. That's why he got the two-game suspension and got kicked out of that game. But Vegas is now facing a handful of these kind of guys. How did they do with it? Well, there was a slight scuffle. With uh, It was about halfway, I think it was about 11.30 to go in the first period uh, in front of the net. Uh, Aiden Hill may have been the slight agitator, not going to say instigator, the slight agitator of this. Uh, but the only penalty called was on Florida for Cousins. And uh, you would think the advantage would go to Vegas, right? It did not. It did not. It uh, actually, Eric Stahl decides with 10-20 to go in this. Yep, uh, about a minute into being shorthanded. He scores the shorty, the shorthanded goal for Florida. They go up one to nothing. And uh, this was actually Eric Stahl's 100th postseason game. Eric Stahl's a legend. Possible home of, Hall of Famer. Those stall boys are pretty dang good. Stall boys are pretty dang good, guys. I don't know if you know that. They're pretty good at the hockey. Uh, Then right after that, with about 8.10 to go, Carrier gets the Vegas penalty. He goes into the box. Not a lot of penalties. Very disciplined teams here. Uh, Nothing really becomes of that. Florida gets a penalty with about 3.33 to go. And Marcia so decides to make him pay It evens it up one-to-one. He gets the power play goal in that one. We go to the second period. What's been the story of this whole playoffs, including this series already, is the Vegas Golden Knights winning two-thirds, if not more, of the face-offs. And when you win that many face-offs, you control the action. You control the way the plays are going to develop, at least early on. In the live action, and they are taking advantage of that. When they have control of the puck or control of the uh, the surface of the ice, they can dictate where Florida is is having to try to find their opportunities. It's like uh, you know, hey, if you're going to beat us, we're going to make you beat us from here. Sometimes Florida's doing that. Most of the time, it is not places that it is not places that Florida is is really good at. Uh, With 9.06 to go in period number two, Shea Theodore puts Vegas up 2-1 with a big goal, big goal, massive goal. And then not to be outdone, about four minutes later, he decides he wants to take a two-minute breather. He goes to the penalty box, which leads to the Anthony Duclair goal with about 10.2 seconds to go. It was not a power play goal. This was a little bit later on, but Duclair scores, makes it 2-2. Going to period number three, and we're starting to think how many overtimes are they about to play? Because these really are two evenly matched teams. Different set of skills, but very good at what they do. Once again, you got the um, kind of pick-at-you style, brutal physical style that the Panthers like to play. And the Golden Knights like to just send... Four waves of just finesse at you and just, you know, speed and athleticism and just make you try to keep up with uh, them circling around the ice. It's going to be a great series, guys. Uh, Period number three with 13.08 to go. Seems like these are like MMA fights where the first half of each period, these teams are kind of filling each other out. They're kind of trying to see what's going to go on. And then the last half is just when the action is just you flip a switch. Here we go. Uh, 13.08 to go. White Cloud makes it 3-2. Then you started to see the boys from Sunrise. The wheels were starting to come off a little. It wasn't bad. It, this wasn't the Dallas Stars who gave up, I don't know, 10 minutes into a, a game. This is the Florida Panthers. And... Uh, they started to come unglued a little bit, but then the Vegas Golden Knights got the hooking penalty with about 12:15 to go in the game. Mark Stone ends up putting one in the back of the net. They review it. Turns out it's a good goal. They thought maybe played it with a high stick. I'd say there was a 60-40 chance that he didn't, and the referees tended to agree there wasn't enough evidence to overturn it. It ended up being a good goal. That makes it 4-2 to with about 6-19 to go. Uh, then Florida picked up a dumb penalty in that particular skirmish. I think it was after the whistle. I never – they never really hit on that much. You just noticed one of them were in the box. And uh, then Matt Chuck gets a game misconduct along with, I don't know, about every other penalty he could have gotten. He got like four different things calling him at some point. It got very – it got very, very – Um got very, very weird. We'll put it that way. Very weird. Um there it is. Alright. Uh Chandler Stevenson got a minor uh as he as he wronged Sam Bennett. Uh then Matthew the Chuck got a misconduct. This is all with uh, this is all with about four and a half minutes to go. Uh, Matthew the Chuck gets a misconduct. Sam Bennett gets a misconduct. Matthew the Chuck gets roughing against Nicholas Haig that was served by Nicholas Cousins. Matthew the Chuck roughing against Nicholas Haig served by Nick Cousins. Once again, it was just repeated. Sam Bennett roughing against Nicholas Haig. So at some point, you got one to two. You had two Panthers kicked out and Sam Bennett and Matthew the Chuck. I think that means they missed the next game. I could be wrong. Uh, especially if they add a suspension to that. They may not. It may just say, you know, calm down. Uh, but it was two other Panthers in uh, Sam Bennett and Nick Cousins who ended up in the bench or in the uh, penalty box, and Chandler Stevenson in there for Vegas. So the way the rest of this game plays out, you could just really see them getting unglued right there, and uh, they couldn't really keep their composure much. And then Riley Smith with 1:45 to go makes the empty netter from about the blue line. It's a good shot makes it five to two, that is your final. So, I'll be honest, not a lot to unpack from that, but something to something to keep in mind is that as long as Vegas keeps their composure and doesn't give in to the Sam Reinhart's, the Sam Bennett's, the Mat, the Chucks, the uh, ah, Cousins is a little like that. He's not quite like that, uh, but as long as they're not giving into this, then there is a good chance that the Vegas Golden Knights could win this series in in five or six games. I don't think. I don't think the Panthers are going to necessarily give up. They're not going to. They're a good team. They could still win this series. It's just one game. Game two will be in Vegas as the series uh, will progress. We'll see what happens there. The Golden Knights want to go up at least 2-0 going to Florida. I think the two games that I think Florida could win are either game three or four and probably game five. I think we're going to look at a 3-2 to series before – uh, game 6, unfortunately, even though it'll be in Sunrise, I think that's when the Golden Knights will win the Cup. That is my prediction. So I think it will go more than likely Vegas in Game 1, Vegas in Game 2, Florida in Game 3, Vegas in Game 4, Florida in Game 5, Vegas in Game 6. I think that's how it's going to go. But game number two, it's going to be on TNT on Monday night. That is tomorrow night. That game is going to be at 8 P.M. I think all games in this series are going to be 8 p.m. Eastern on TNT. That is, that is what I'm hearing. Uh, game three, as it moves down to sunrise, will be on Thursday. Game four, that will be in sunrise, I believe is on Saturday, 8 p.m. TNT once again. And uh, I think Game Five is Monday or Tuesday. I will look, but we will have a board check before then. But this, like I guess, this can be a really good series. Uh, Vegas is obviously going to be the popular choice a lot, but a lot of people are going to pull for Florida just for the sake of pulling for Florida, or maybe you're a Southern Florida fan. No problems there. You got some good friends that are Panther fans, so we get along fine. Also. The winner of the Stanley Cup this year will be a first-time winner. Vegas is only this is only their sixth season. Uh, they actually spent their first season, and now this season in the Stanley Cup Finals, they've made the playoffs a bunch of other times since then. Florida was last there. Yeah, it was a good handful of years ago. Um, they've kind of kind of went through some growing pains here and there since, but either way, we're going to get a first-year winner. And I implore you to tune in. If you tune into this show, you're a hockey fan, or you're about to be one, or you think you want to be one, I implore you, watch every one of these games. And if you watch every game of the Stanley Cup Finals, and you are not a fan of hockey, then I don't think you're going to be. These Stanley Cup playoffs are always the best games of the year. The excitement is turned up. It literally is. Every game matters that much. Can't say that about a lot of other sports. There's a lot of throwaway games in other sports. You don't get that in hockey. But I'm excited. Know you guys are excited. Uh, let's go to some NHL headlines. NHL headlines. On February 17th and 18th of 2024, that's not that long from now, it's what, nine months, eight months? MetLife Stadium is going to host. The Flyers versus the Rangers. That is going to be your next outdoor game that has been announced at this moment. That is going to be exceptional. For people new to the game, the Philadelphia Flyers and the New York Rangers do not like each other. For people new to the game, a lot of people outside Philadelphia do not like the Flyers. For all kinds of various reasons. Uh, They are a really good team, but they are normally that big, powerful, pesky team that knocks your team around. Normally. And the Rangers are that team that a lot of fans, whether the New York fans or not, just keep waiting till they're going to put it all together. Are they going to have a new coach by then? There's a lot of things going on in Ranger world that uh, could be completely different by the time this game happens. But MetLife Stadium, I know some people that will probably be at this game. I'm going to uh, try to have them on the show so maybe sometime later in the summer to talk about what could happen during this game, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Uh, Trust me, there's going to be a lot of fun, fun things we're going to do later this year with this show. Uh, Patrick Kane has uh, recently had hip surgery, and uh, he says he still wants to play. Speaking of the Rangers, that was the last team he played for. Supposedly, the Rangers have some interest in bringing him back. He has uh, a lot of interest in playing with the Rangers. I don't think he wants to return to Chicago. I think he would like to maybe spend the rest of his career as a Ranger for the next year or so. Uh, It's going to have a lot to do with how the rehab on the hip goes. It's not a hip replacement or anything like that. he, uh, He just had some cleanup work, I believe, or some resurfacing. I don't remember the exact medical term, but hey, I host a hockey show. I'm not a doctor. But uh, Patrick Kane's one of those players, you know, I think he can add a lot of things, not just veteran leadership, but he can add some stuff to the Rangers that could, you know, in a full year with him, he came over with the trade deadline, in a full year, I think he could do some big things. So, you know, here's to Patrick Kane having a healthy, pain-free, speedy recovery, and, you know, we'll see. we'll see where the chips land. The salary cap is going to rise $1 million to $83.5 million, possibly a little higher, according to Commissioner Gary Bedman. He said it could go a little bit more than likely. It's going, be right around, it's going to be right around that $1 million mark. And that's pretty much about what a lot of people expect. Um, the Arizona Coyotes are going to be looking for some new home options. They thought they were going to win a bid for the to be a part of the Tempe, Arizona Sports and Entertainment Complex, and it got voted down by the local uh, government board or uh, whoever they actually had vote on that, the commissioner board or whatever. So, for now, they're going to go back to the 5,000-seat arena barn that they have been playing at that I believe the University of Arizona maybe uses for their games. Um, there's a lot of places that people think they, they said, oh, why not where the Suns play? Well, that building is not geared to host hockey. You actually have to have some qualifications to be able to lay down, uh, you know, an icy surface. And where the Phoenix Suns play is not one of those. So here goes to, here goes the rumor mill. As to, uh, oh, are they going to move to Houston? Are they going to move to San Antonio? Are they going to move to Atlanta? Are they going to move to Neptune? Maybe uh, another uh, galaxy far, far away. Let's just pump the brakes on some of that. Are they going to move to the galaxy far, far away? Doubt it. Some people would like them to, but doubt it. Um, are they going to move to Atlanta? I would put that highly unlikely. So let's get that out of the way. San Antonio... No, they're not putting a team in San Antonio. Could they put a team in Houston? They could. They could. It is a team they have looked at in possible expansion in future years. But for right now, that's that's on hold. They're going to see how things go. Uh, the league and Gary Bettman, the commissioner, are working hard with the, the state of Arizona to try to figure out a solution that is going to work. They want to stay in the Arizona market. I'm not real sure why. It's a decent market, but um, that's for them to figure out. But for now, the Coyotes are going to go back to the 5,000-seat arena that they currently play in and share with a college. And we'll see where it goes from there. But let's be honest. The best hockey-related thing that we got from the state of Arizona is Austin Matthews, and he plays in Toronto. Yeah. See how many bar trivia things you went with that. Austin Matthews is a native – or. I don't know if he still lives there or not, but he was born in Arizona, become a hockey phenom, and got drafted by the Maple Leafs. Pretty much the bookends of his story. Let's move on to the Gladiators. Gladiators have a couple notes that I want to pass along to you guys. If uh, you're not set up for email alerts for the team, you can go to the website atlantagladiators.com and uh, find ways to sign up for that, or you can uh, talk ticket packages and other things like that. They have some really, really cool ticket packages this year um they just released their schedule so you can go on there and look i actually think they're playing on my birthday this year for once i may try to check that out um hey maybe we'll do a show related thing there of some kind we'll try to figure something out and also the other note is they have scheduled a press conference on tuesday at i believe noon or one o'clock check atlantagladiators.com and all the social medias updates on that but this is for an update on this season now i'll be honest if they hadn't already released the schedule and we're not already selling ticket packages i would say well you know this could be on a potential move or potential things like that but this supposedly is about just this season and some exciting things they're gonna do so the likelihood that it's about travel is low not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. I just think maybe this is about some partnerships, maybe some um, fun, interactive events or things they're going to do. Um, you know, I, I, some new affiliations. Some I, I could see things like that. But they have scheduled a press conference for Tuesday. I will be watching along online like you guys will, and I look forward to what they're going to say. Could be a lot of fun things, depending on what they say, maybe we try to. Uh, uh, Get some people that were there on the show to explain it all if it needs to be explained. Maybe we can just see the highlights and know what they're talking about. But I look forward to what the GLADs are going to do this year. It seems like it seems like they're on the cusp of doing some really, really good things. I think they are still affiliates with the Coyotes and the Roadrunners of the AHL. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Because they had good attendance. The attendance numbers actually went up. And of those three franchises, they actually had a higher average attendance than their AHL and NHL affiliates. Yeah. Have fun with that one. And then lastly, there are some KSU. Well, there, there are things I can mention. I can't get into specifics yet. But there are potentially two or at least one big announcement coming very, very soon that impacts the season. Uh, I can tell you that the season is going to happen. Um, these announcements I believe you guys are going to enjoy and is going to make this show, uh, one of them could make it very, very special, even more special than it is now. And that's all I can say. I'm going to try to confirm at least one of them this week. Once again, maybe we try to have a special guest on to talk about one or both of them. I want to make sure. See, it's those things that I want to tease them, and I want to. I want to. And part of how, why I'm trying to tease them is because I cannot 1,000% confirm them yet. But there are some great things in the work. I think you guys are going to really enjoy them. I know I'm going to enjoy them. And as much as I enjoy this show, we have reached the end of this episode. This has been another great edition of Board Check. Appreciate all you guys listening and interacting. Uh, I've seen a lot more action on our social medias and uh, the emails and everything flooding in. We definitely appreciate you guys so much. And so we've got some fun things in the works for later this year. I hope you guys enjoy those. As soon as I know some stuff on KSU and the Gladiators, you can bet Borcheck will be your one-stop shop for all the explanations of those big announcements. But until then another great addition of board check i am jeremy the impact york go glads go canes go preds go owls go watch the stanley cup guys that's what it's all about deuces gooses see you next week And the players pop and the fans